The Florida Gators clearly have a need at quarterback, and they could address it in the transfer portal. Find out here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We're available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Monday. <laughs> I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports and Giants Country of SI.com. And now we're talking about the quarterback room for the Florida Gators for 2023. I'm not necessarily talking about the Las Vegas Bowl, which Florida did yesterday, except their bid to. So Florida will be playing against Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl on December 17th. We will talk about it, obviously. But today I was asked to do quarterbacks. I planned on doing quarterbacks. And so we're doing quarterbacks here. Um, also, because we're looking at 2023, Working under the assumption that Anthony Richardson will declare for the draft, which I think he will. I think he should. I know Chris Mortensen had a report come out yesterday where it was like, a bunch of people love him, but they want him back in college for another year. I don't think that's what happens. Um, I don't think that's what happens. So I think Anthony Richardson's gone. If he comes back, perfect. He solves this big issue. Um, but I think Anthony Richardson goes. Obviously, Jalen Kitna, gone. Not even going to talk about that. Uh, but the quarterback room will look very different in 2023. The bowl game, yeah, will probably tell you who is in the lead for 2023, which it'll likely be Jack Miller III. Of course, Ohio State transfer. Been injured. We'll see, really, because I know like he's been listed as injured and healthy and injured and healthy, and it's all been that thumb. So we'll see if it's not Jack Miller III going to be rough, but just at that quarterback room, you have Jack Miller third, who, of course, Ohio State transfer, been banged up the various points throughout his career. In high school, he got hurt. Now in college, he's been banged up, missed huge majority of the year with injury. Uh, preseason and, and spring ball, and then fall camp, he was in a quarterback battle with Anthony Richardson that Anthony Richardson quickly separated in which is not surprising but that is what happened and then Jack Miller kind of never got a shot not that he should have gotten a shot I don't think he should have gotten a shot but he never had a chance where he needed to play that was never asked of him so we still don't know what he would look like in this offense in a game situation which I'd be very excited to see which is again one of the reasons if he's healthy if Anthony Richardson declares I think you see Jack Miller III starting QB in the bowl game because it's going to be his only game experience this season. There's also Kyle Engel and Jack Anders on roster who I'm not necessarily going to talk about much. I do know that, you know, we've seen a couple of snaps. I think it was Eastern Washington. I think they both got in for a couple of snaps against Eastern Washington. Uh, and then there's the guy that I do want to talk a little bit about because the majority of this focal, their focal point of this is going to be 2023 quarterbacks. I don't think Jack Anders. I don't think Kyle Engel. 
I think Jack Miller III is the favorite right now. I think, not even think, I know I'm very interested in seeing Max Brown. Uh, I would love it if during the bowl game he got a couple of reps. He's a true freshman. He hasn't played yet. But, and also, it's going to be rough whenever he does play. If he plays in the bowl game, it's going to be rough. If he's in the spring game next year, it's probably going to be rough. He's someone who Billy Napier's been like, hey, look, like we've got to develop him. Like He needs work. He needs a lot of work, so we're working on that. Um, but I, I just think it'd be a great opportunity to see him because here's the thing. Bowl game is meaningless. M- a month and a half ago, Billy Napier was like, hey, yeah, like the most important thing about getting a bowl game is getting the 15 extra practices, which, by the way, even if Florida practiced – Every day from today to the bowl game, they wouldn't get 15. They would need to have two a days or, or something where odds are Florida not getting 15 practices, which sucks because that is what they wanted. I do know that a lot of players wanted this Vegas game specifically because whether it's getting to travel to Vegas for the first time ever, people getting to just spread out from the east to the west uh, being home for christmas because this game is december 17th so you'd be home for christmas and new year's before you have to go back to practicing um whatever it might be just wanting to play a pac-12 team wanting to play oregon state specifically maybe whatever it is there's kids that wanted the las vegas game and i was expecting you know if florida got the offer for the las vegas bowl they accept it. They did. But Max Brown is someone that I'd like to see play. Uh, this is whew, um, this is shaping up to potentially be a rough quarterback room for 2023. Also, Jaden Rashada will be joining the quarterback room, assuming nothing happens and he flips. Yeah, Jaden Rashada will be the quarterback for the Florida Gators, or will be a quarterback for the Florida Gators in 2023, along with Jack Miller, Kyle Engel, Jack Anders, and Max Brown could take a portal ad, which we'll talk about in the final two segments. Um, but as far as Jaden Rashada, there is uh, in the Lockdown Gators Discord, which I will link in the description below. Um, in the Lockdown Gators Discord, someone asked me about Jaden Rashada, and like, yeah, like let's say he gets on campus, and what's he? What if he's the starting quarterback? One, are you okay with it? Like, like week one, he's QB one. Are you okay with it? I'm okay with any of the players being a quarterback. I might not be like super happy about it, but you know, if he's the best option available, then I'm not going to be very upset about it. That's my approach where if Jaden Rashada is the best option available to be the starting quarterback for the Florida Gators in 2023, start him. That it's as simple as I don't want the explanation of, well, he's a true freshman. Jack Miller isn't. No. If if I go, hey, why is this guy starting? And your first reasoning is, well, he's older or this guy's younger. I, I don't care. I want to see the best player play. I understand freshmen need time to adjust to the game and be brought up. But if he's still the best player, you play him. And that's why I don't care if it's Jaden Rashada, Jack Miller III, Max Brown, Kyle Engel, Jack Anders, a, a portal QB, another high school freshman. I don't care. I want it to be the best quarterback for the job, but I'm not sure if he is on roster. So we're going to take a look at 
believe it's six names. Yeah, six names for who could be a Florida Gators transfer portal ad. Which again, hopefully that'll happen. But before we get into that, today's episode of Lockdown Gators. Brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting, thankfully, and make you, or me, a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code Locked On at the checkout, and get $30. 30 dollars three zero off your order omaha steaks is ready to ship your order right away so shop early and beat the shipping rush go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code locked on at checkout also a minimum order may be required thanks again for making lockdown gators your first listen of the day we're available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts and I know. Last week, I talked about the portal ads. Uh, Jeff Sims was on there. Jeff Sims is not talked about in this episode. Not that I think anything has changed as far as if Florida will pursue him or if Florida's interested in him. Um, I I just, you know, there's nothing new. <laughs> we talked about him last week. You can go look at that, but we're going to talk about six quarterbacks here who we didn't talk about, or one we did very briefly talk about, because I said, I'm not going to be talking about players rumored to hit the transfer portal, but here I will be talking about players rumored to hit the transfer portal or to be interested in. And the first one has to be Sam Hartman. Um, Sam Hartman's one that people have been connecting Hartman and Florida for weeks now. Um, I like how many people I've had message me and be like, Hey, rumor has it Sam Hartman in Florida. There's mutual interest. Um, it's funny because it's, it's people who aren't even Florida people that are messaging me that. And it's very funny because of that. Cause I'm like, yeah, I know 16 people have already did that. Um, but I will say, I think Sam Hartman, if he hits the portal, I think he'd be Florida's top priority at quarterback. I, I do. Florida gets an experienced and accurate quarterback. Hartman gets to play in an offense that fits his skill set, is less RPO and screen heavy. So Florida gets their guy. Florida gets their starting quarterback for 2023. Hartman needs to play in an offense where it's not just RPOs and screen heavy, and you can actually show an NFL team, hey, I'm going to make these multi-level layered throws that you don't get to do with Wake Forest, which isn't a knock on Wake Forest. It's a great offense. Schematically, it, it works. It's efficient. It's effective. I don't necessarily hate on it. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of the RPO and screen-heavy stuff. But I think Sam Hartman, if he hits the portal, Florida and him, kind of a perfect match. Kind of a perfect match. Uh, I will also say that I don't know even what will push him into the portal or not push him into the portal. I'm imagining it has something to do with what he hears back from the NFL Draft Advisory Board if he's like, hey, or if he hears, hey, you're going to be a third-round quarterback, maybe that's good enough for him. Maybe it's not. Uh, maybe he hears first round. He shouldn't hear first round, but maybe he does. And, and you kind of deal with that. But I think Sam Hartman, Florida, would be a great match if he hits the portal, if they're interested. I know there's rumors swirling everywhere about it. I don't care about the rumors. Um, that just is what it is. But also, 
Another rumored name, um, Drake May. Drake May is another rumored name to hit the transfer portal. He is physically more talented than Sam Hartman. I don't know if Drake May leaves North Carolina. Um, I don't think there are many reasons for him to leave North Carolina. Like, yeah, sure, playing in the SEC or Big 12 or anything but the ACC. Sure, like, like you'll get to play better competition. You'll get to have better teammates around you, all that stuff. I just don't know if he does it. Usually when you have as dominant a season as Drake May had, usually they stay and they go, let's try to win games, win more games with this team. Let's try to make a run. That's what happens oftentimes. I do know there are multiple SEC teams that want Drake May if he hits the portal. That's the thing, if, if, if he hits the portal um incredibly talented i don't know if he portals there are reasons for him to stay or go i think the most important one phil longo north carolina offensive coordinator does he leave does he stay i think if longo's gone drake may definitely gone i think if longo stays it's likely drake may stays but there's still a decent chance that he hits the portal. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Again, this is me saying what I usually don't say and me going into rumors and talking about that. Um, but Drake May is a rumored person that could hit the portal. Again, pure speculation. I know for a fact multiple SEC teams will be knocking on his door if he does hit that portal. Even if, you know, even if you've already got a national championship winning quarterback on your team they'd be going for drake may spoiler alert and the last guy in this segment phil jerkovich uh another quarterback that people praise as a developed passer but he has been on a team without weapons outside of zay flowers phil jerkovich is is, uh, from boston college zay flowers great receiver also not in a very quarterback friendly team because or friendly quarterback scheme because they're so boring and dull and and run heavy but not even in like a fun run heavy like just like hey we're gonna line it up and run it down your throat except they're bad at that too um yeah they're they're texas a&m without the talent that that's what they are schematically they're texas a&m without the talent and that really sucks if you're a quarterback Phil Yurkovich is not a not a running quarterback, not a very mobile quarterback, but he is capable of extending plays either inside or outside the pocket, which better than you could say for a lot of college quarterbacks. So you got to give him credit there. Um, I will say Phil Yurkovich has been playing college football for a few years now. He has never wowed me. I know there are some NFL draft people who were like, oh man, when he hits when he hits the draft, he's gonna be so good. Um he does not wow me. He's pretty consistent. Like I'll I'll say that he he doesn't usually have periods of time where he just goes ghost without, you know, completing a pass from early in the game until the third quarter. That doesn't happen with him, which we saw happen with Anthony Richardson. I think Phil Yurkovich gives you a significantly higher floor 
but a much, much lower ceiling. Um, where, yeah, I think that Anthony Richardson's floor, very bad. You look at the Kentucky game, very bad. You look at that stretch during LSU when when the offense went ghost, and part of it was because of him. You look at that stretch against Florida State where the offense went ghost, and a big part of that was because of Anthony Richardson. I don't think you'll ever really see that with Phil Yorkovich. But he also won't give you those wow moments, that 45-yard rushing touchdown for Anthony Richardson. The uh, the 61 yards against Texas A&M, you're not going to get that from Phil Yorkovich. However, you're going to get pretty consistent quarterback play, and it's kind of a what-you-see-is-what-you-get situation with Phil Yorkovich, which is why I'm I'm, I'm cool with it. I, I, I'm not super stoked if he were an option, but I think Florida should at least – you know, at, at least kick the tires on him, especially because he's got so much experience. It's like, look, you're, you're not getting the, the crapshoot quarterback here. You're getting what you know you're going to get. We're about to take a look at some of these other quarterbacks that Florida could be looking at. These are probably less realistic, but also probably a bit more exciting. Um, but first, today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by Simply Safe, and the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over four million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. And look, you don't get the trust of 4 million people without doing something right, which Simply Safe does. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24-7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. I love it. You guys know the story. I was on vacation in June, which you all know. Um, if, if you don't, now you do. I was on vacation in June. Um, had a notification that someone was in my yard. Luckily, just a kid getting the ball. Just a neighbor's kid getting the ball. So that was underwhelming. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, thankfully, there was no one in my yard. Uh, customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash college. Save 20%. On your Simply Safe security system, when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan, get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college to learn more. And remember, there is no safe like Simply Safe. To wrap up today's show, we're talking about three other portal quarterbacks that Florida could be interested in. One that I will say I'm excited for, or I'm excited about just to see where he goes, what goes on with it. Um, I know. Gators fans probably wouldn't be super excited about him, but Haynes King is a guy that I would like to kick the tires on. He's a dual-threat quarterback that has some starting experience, and yeah, he didn't light the world on fire against Florida, or really against anybody running the football this year, but we've seen it from him before where he can run the football. He can make plays. Um, I will also say... Haynes King, of course, Texas A&M, if you don't remember the name, Haynes King would be very low on the priority list for me as a quarterback if I'm Billy Napier, if I'm in that Florida program. He'd be low on the list, but his mobility is a definite plus in a year where you're probably going to have a good deal of freshman receivers playing. You're going to have this most of this strong offensive line back. You're going to have this running boot, this running back room, at least the top two guys, back, obviously, Naquan Wright, Lorenzo Lingard in the portal, but you're going to have your top two running backs back. You're going to have new receivers. You're going to have most of your tight end room back. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with Xanders or Zip or anything. You got most of your O-line back, and even the guys that 
have to be replaced, you're pretty confident in the guys replacing them. Bring in your mobile quarterback. And again, I know Florida just had a mobile quarterback and it didn't go great, but next year you'll probably have to rely on quarterback runs more. You should have relied on quarterback runs more this year. So Haynes King could be a guy that you bring in. I will also say I'm an agent of chaos. I'm always rooting for chaos. It would be hilarious to me to see Haynes King and Prince Liuman Mielin on the same team after Princely's post about sacking a king. Uh, I think that would just be great. I believe he also posted the video of, is this your king? Um, awesome. Loved it. But another guy to talk about, Virginia quarterback. This one is much more experienced. Virginia quarterback, Brennan Armstrong, who I'll say this. I wasn't super stoked about Brennan Armstrong when someone was first like, hey, what about him for Florida? But I will also say Brennan Armstrong, three-year starter that has been destroyed by a horrible, horrible team around him. Virginia sucks. There's no other way to put it. Like, I know that Florida Gators fans complained about drops from their receivers. Florida receivers this season had 14 drops combined. Okay? Virginia had 34. You thought Florida's receiver room is bad? Oh my goodness, Virginia stinks. Brennan Armstrong does have good running ability. I do think he's overlooked as a passer because people look at his stats and they go, oof, you know, uh, 53% completion percentage sucks. 16% of his on-target passes were dropped in 2022. Fifth, or 16% of them dropped. That is atrocious. I believe Anthony Richardson had about 8% of his on-target passes dropped. So 16% of his on-target passes being dropped is terrible. Horrible. Like that, that is so atrocious. Brennan Armstrong, if you're going to kick the tires on getting a veteran quarterback that can step in and play this coming season and be your guy, I think Brennan Armstrong is someone that Florida really should kick the tires on. I'm not sure if they will because he seems to be more more interested in running the football than throwing it, which I Billy Napier, I feel like he doesn't want to deal with that. Um, but if you're going for a veteran that could step in and play immediately, I think Brennan Armstrong is near the top of that list. Last name on this list is someone who we haven't really seen get to play any meaningful snaps, but Luke Altmaier is someone that I think Florida won't look at, but I, I had someone ask me about him, so we'll talk about it. Uh, Luke Altmaier lost the Ole Miss quarterback battle to Jackson Dart this season, of course. Uh, again, we haven't gotten a chance to see Luke Altmaier play, really. I think he had like 18 pass attempts this year. And I think most of them came in blowouts, which is not surprising. Um, so Luke Altmaier hasn't played any meaningful snaps at Ole Miss. I don't think Florida pushes for him. Again, someone asked, so I will talk about him. I don't think Florida pushes for him. I don't think I want Florida to push for him either. I think if Florida's looking for a quarterback in the portal, which they should at least be looking for someone to bring into a quarterback competition, I think they push for a senior who could start, or someone with at least two years of starting experience, who could push to start, be calm, be a calming presence on the field. 
So I think they push for a senior who could start and then go to the NFL while Jaden Rashada, who is joining the team this season, uh, so Jaden Rashada steps in to start. Or if you get DJ Lagway to commit, then 2024, you go, okay, let's have a quarterback battle, but at least we got two guys you're pretty confident in as opposed to a bunch of guys where it's like, well, we have to play one of these quarterbacks like Florida is dealing with now, which really sucks. Uh, Luke Altmaier seems like a guy who might need time, and I'm not sure the staff is interested in that. I don't think the staff is interested in adding a player right now where you go, he needs a year or two, because ideally in a year or two, you'll have Jaden Rashada and DJ Lagway both on your roster. So I don't think that that they're looking for someone who you have to spend time to develop Obviously, everyone needs development, but I don't think you want to be like, oh, yeah, no, this guy needs a year. Like, Florida wants someone who can step in and start and be reliable while also developing. Thanks for making Lock Night Gators your first listen of the day. We're available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Florida Gators. We'll probably talk about the bowl game tomorrow. For your second listen, check out Locked On SEC, hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Get the best coverage on the best conference, including the best university, the University of Florida. For Locked On Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports and Giants Country at SI.com. And I'll see you all tomorrow.